Welcome to the baddest biker bar in the investment world. This is the Danger Zone. Yet yeah, it's the Danger Zone on Money Life. This is where we talk with the experts from New Constructs, where they evaluate securities on a scale of most attractive to most dangerous. They do this by putting together discounted cash flow analysis and forensic accounting. They dig in at the footnotes level and work their way up. And the result is what they consider to be a true picture on a company's economic performance. You might look at a stock and see their numbers from the surface level and think it's pretty good looking. But if they look at it and it's misleading, well, if it's working against you, it's dangerous. Joining me now with a new stock to talk about, Kyle Gusky, investment analyst at New Constructs, which is online at newconstructs.com. Kyle, great to chat with you again. Thanks for having me back. Kyle joins us on the Gainbridge Hotline. Gainbridge has embarked on a mission to create a digital platform that provides direct access to trusted annuity products without complexity or hidden fees. Learn more at gainbridge.life. Kyle, who's in the danger zone this week? Fresh Pet. Danger, danger. Fresh Pet. It's ticker symbol FRPT. I said a new stock for the danger zone. This is not a new stock. This stock's been there before, but there's got to be a reason why it's back now. So this one is Fresh Pet and also anyone that would want to acquire Fresh Pet. We've put it in the danger zone in the past. We've actually named it a zombie stock. But with the activist stake from Jana Partners and the pressure to, hey, let's go sell yourself, we wanted to revisit this one and kind of look at, does it make sense for an acquirer? Does it make sense for investors at this point of Fresh Pet and of an acquiring company? Basically, the math shows that this company is not worth acquiring at anywhere near the current price. So if you're going to you know, try and sell an acquisition to your shareholders, you're going to admit that you're overpaying for this one. Um, we see a business that we've talked about before, you know, burning through cash. It only has seven months of cash left on the balance sheet based on a TTM cash burn rate. You're looking at a limited runway kind of for operational flexibility there, which makes sense that a activist would come in and say, hey, let's shift things up a bit. We've got profitability kind of near the bottom of the barrel in the industry and you're going up against industry giants you know you've got the big consumer goods that also own pet food brands you know you've got general mills jam smuckers mars as well they've got a few different fresh food companies you've got huge competition uh, unprofitable business and now we've got acquisition premium built into the stock price and we think this could go much lower and any potential acquirer is going to be destroying value if they would actually step in and save this one in fact, this is one of those cases where you hear about a deal and you go, well, that's good. That's going to help the company. But in this case, it basically puts the company on the fast track. The problem is you don't know where the destination is. It either fast tracks them back to success or it fast tracks them to hell. We know where you think they're going, right? Yeah. So obviously, you know, we often talk about stupid money risk. And as we've said, you know, we can't predict when stupid money will show up and be stupid money. But in this case, we wanted to look at it and say, okay, if someone were to come in and acquire this company, what could they reasonably pay for the company? And how does that compare to the current stock price? So we do that with a little bit of our acquisition scenario analysis. Um, we kind of look at, okay, if we bring in an acquiring company, in this case, we chose General Mills, um, but really the hurdle rates we're looking at are RIC and WAC. And so we say, okay, if the company wants to earn a ROIC on the deal based on what they pay for it and what the profits they're getting, equal to their current ROIC, that acquiring company's ROIC. We looked at it and said, you know, even if fresh packing drastically improved margins from negative nine to four and grow revenue by 30% compounded annually, in order for that acquiring company to, in this case, General Mills, 
earn an ROC on that deal equal to their current ROC, you're looking at 18 bucks a share would be kind of the max they could pay to earn that ROC. This company, you know, you talk about the well-known competitors. This company also has the lesser-known competitors, including what may be my favorite named company in the entire world, Nom Nom, because when my kids were little, that was their thing for what the dogs were doing. But when we're talking about a company here where stupid money risk and what have you, I would think that if you've got a stock that's a zombie stock and then you got another startup that's out there, the zombie stock becomes that much less attractive. So we're watching stupid money risk at work already, but it's hard to believe that there would be stupider money out there, right? Yeah. And Nom Nom is one of the kind of startups in the fresh food industry. They were actually, I think, acquired by Mars recently. So they've already got kind of that larger backing so they can, you know, help fund some of these losses. It would make sense that an activist would come in and try and get someone to come in and overpay for fresh fed simply because they've got a name brand, but the actual business fundamentals don't garner anything near the current valuation. And so kind of what we're pointing out is, Hey, look, you know, if you want to step in and acquire this, you're literally saving a cash burning unprofitable business and you're going to be overspending for it. So if you're coming in to acquire fresh fed, you are squarely in the danger zone because you are destroying capital based on the current fundamentals of the business. You know, we talk about zombie stocks with you all the time. You and David have both been here discussing zombie stocks for a while. So Fresh Pet, zombie stock, infusion of cash. What does that do for your outlook? Because you're always looking at how much longer does this company, now when does this company run out of cash? When does their burn rate basically say it's all over? So on the interim basis, how much, like, you know, when you're doing your analysis, did this change much of anything? Like, again, it was greeted by the street as good news but I don't see it doing much to make it look like good news in your report. Why not? Like, isn't a deal supposed to make it that you get off the endangered list? Well, this one actually, we named it a zombie stock, I think back in June. And then in September, right as this kind of activist stake from Jana Partners was announced, we did take it off the zombie list, basically saying the risk of it going to zero is probably gone. Um, with the activist stake and some of that, you know, if they, were, they wanted to put in some fresh capital, it puts a floor on it. But we think that kind of the quick pressure to sell Fresh Pet, and there's been the reports that they're hiring bankers to immediately look at a sale, is kind of the, it's almost a warning sign to us that, hey, they're trying to get this done quick because there isn't anything out there right now. This company isn't worth acquiring. And the activist stake is, you know, obviously boosted the shares even higher. So we're looking at a company that was trading well below where it is after the activist stake. Now a company would come in and overpay even further than that, and that would just be a very bad decision. So this is really more on the acquirers of Fresh Pet, but we do see kind of a floor in Fresh Pet that chance of going to zero is probably gone simply because of this stake, at least in the short term. If we find out that, you know, acquirers come in and realize, hey, let's not burn cash on a cash burning business and the acquisition risk goes out and then they're back to standalone Fresh Pet, then we're squarely back into, you know, zombie stock territory. We only got a couple months left of cash on the book and it could fall much further. Really interesting. And that, of course, is why we're revisiting Fresh Pet. It's ticker symbol FRPT, and it is the Danger Zone pick of the week. Kyle Gusky, thanks so much for joining me to talk about it. Thanks for having me. Kyle Gusky is investment analyst at New Constructs. Newconstructs.com. They're on Twitter at New Constructs. And we've got much more to go on today's show. Up next, it's market call time. Manny Weintraub from Spears Abacus will be here. And he's not talking about zombie stocks. In fact, he wants to make sure that stocks will not kill you. You'll find out why in just a moment. <laughs> 